minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
J.M. in the A.M. Twenty-one minutes before seven o'clock. Good morning. It's Tuesday at J.M. in the A.M. on this October the twentieth, day seven in the month of Mar Cheshvan. Am I right? Is it day seven? I think so. I believe today is the day that in Israel you start saying the same Talamata, right? How ironic that I would play that song, Baruch Aleinu, from. Uh, Yerachmiel begun in the Miami Boys Choir. I believe the seventh day in the month of Mar Cheshvan, which is today in Israel, 
the uh, custom, the changeover, the transition to Vesein Talumatar from Vesein Bracha has already taken place. We don't do that here until uh, early December uh, outside of Israel, but in Israel it's already like that. Uh, Michael Nadada, before that, I hope I have the pronunciation correct, a brand new CD entitled Anna Hashem with Yodati. David Schlusselberg with Shema Koleinu. There is a video attached to that, um, to that song. It's the title track is the uh, newest album. Uh, there's a video online, Shema Koleinu, David Schlusselberg, which you'll enjoy. Lenny Freeman, brand new from a CD entitled Brand New. <laughs> Lashem Haaretz is the name of that selection. You throw a word to go with Borei Olam. David Gabe's Borei Olam, brand new from Akola Tova. Kanfein Sharim, big song from the brand new SL2. That's Simcha Liner and, of course, Regesh. Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. J.M. and the A.M. Tuesday on this uh, 20th of October and 7th of Maracheshvan, 49 degrees, 64% humidity, winds are west at 13 miles per hour. What's windy out there? didn't realize how windy it is. The good news is we're going up into the 70s, thank goodness. Partly cloudy, high 71, clear skies tonight, low 54, and tomorrow mostly sunny with a high temperature of 74 degrees. Thank goodness I was not ready for the big transition to the winter weather, I could tell you that much. 81 right now in Yerushalayim. We're at 49 here in Jersey City as we say good morning at JM in the AM. I wasn't ready at all, I'll tell you that much. Thank God it's, uh, <laughs> it's warming up. Um, well, every day we try to include in this radio broadcast somebody from the Holy Land. And today I am proud to say that our good friend Shlomo Zwickler, who could tell us all about Judea and Samaria and could tell us all about Jerusalem, uh, he'll be visiting us in studio this morning. Uh, knowing him, it'll be words of encouragement and uh, inspiration as this situation continues in the Holy Land. We'll speak with Shlomo Zwickler in hour number three. Uh, hour number two, we'll introduce to you uh, one of the people responsible for the Waterbury Yeshiva and its brand new CD up in Waterbury, Connecticut. They've actually released a CD. Why? We'll find out. Who? We'll find out as well. What's it all about? We'll find out everything. It's coming up about 7.40 this morning, one hour from now. Right here at JM in the AM. So we'll have that for you coming up as well. An action-packed morning on a Tuesday. Unbelievable. Great programming on our stream all day long at jmtheam.org and on the NSN app. I hope you've installed the NSN app. Boy, do I hope you've installed it already. Gives you an opportunity to hear us all day long around the world real clearly. We're going to talk about the uh, Yachad, the Team Yachad. Um, participation in the Miami Marathon coming up in January. They again are attracting a tremendous number of people. And we'll talk a little bit about fitness. We'll talk a little bit about nutrition. That's all in the OU's Jewish Reaction Show coming up between 9 and 10 this morning on the stream, jmnam.org, and uh, on the NSN app, of course. And uh, then a great day uh, all day long, including a live lunch that ZK is going to be hosting. So you'll have an opportunity to interact with him, get your songs on the, uh, on the show, et cetera, et cetera. So a lot of great stuff, uh, on a Tuesday on our stream at jmnam.org and on the uh, Nahum Siegel Network. Simple as that. 17 minutes before 7 o'clock. Good morning from JM and the AM. We're at 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills. Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM dial, broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, it's jmtheam.org. 
J.M. and the A.M. Just over a week away from the yard side of Reb Shlomo Kalbach, David Dax with the hidden medley off of Shira Sayam. Pretty amazing. Sameach done by Ohad, Yitzchak Fuchs with Admatai. You heard uh, Miami with Barich Aleinu. 7 o'clock in the morning on a Tuesday. Thanks for tuning in from around the world and listening in to us at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM Dial Broadcasting Live. From the Sony and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey, around the world on the web, jmnam.org. We'll take a close look at the Waterbury Yeshiva release, which is out. Uh, that'll be coming up right here at JMNAM. We'll do that about 7.40 this morning. Shlomo Zwickler joins us in hour number three. Plenty more happening here on a... Tuesday. Check out our community calendar online. Go to jmtheam.org. Click on community calendar. You'll see what some of the folks out there have been posting regarding events that are coming up in the Jewish world over the next uh, few weeks. Community calendar section, jmtheam.org, gives you an amazing opportunity to uh, see what's going on and what's happening in different areas of the Jewish globe. Galit Sal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Tuesday follows next. We say Boker Toe from JMNAM. על השעה שתיים, כאן רן יבנאי עם מה שקורה עכשיו. באזור חברון נהרג ישראלי כבן חמישים. נבדק עכשיו כי רכבו נפגע מזריקת אבנים ולאחר שיצא מהרכב נדרס בידי מסעית. הנהג הדורס הסגיר עצמו למשטרה הפלסטינית וטוען שמדובר בתאונה. מזירת האירוע כתבנו ענבל תמיר. הגבר בשנות החמישים לחייו נדרס על ידי מסעית ונפצע אנושות. צוותי מגן דוד אדום שהגיעו לשטח ביצעו בו ניסיונות החייאה, החלה לא צלחו ומותו נקבע בזירה. ככל הנראה הגבר יצא מרכבו לאחר שיודו לעברו אבנים ואז נדרס. הנהג הפוגע הסגיר עצמו למשטרה הפלסטינית בעיר דהריה הסמוכה. כעת הוא טוען כי מדובר בתאונה וכי לא התכוון לפגוע בישראלי. מנכ"ל מטה אלי בין עדכן בריאיון ליעל דן. קיבלנו את הפצוע על ידינו כפצוע אנוש, פעולות החייאה מתקדמות מאוד, מוסו על ידי הפרמדיקים של מד"א בשטח. נאלצנו לקבוע את מותו של הגבר בן החמישים. ראש הממשלה נתניהו טען היום שהוא בונה פחות בשטחים לעומת קודמיו. Given the circumstances, in my successive terms, it's down to 1,500. אבל בהקלטות הבלעדיות שפרסם כתבנו מיכאל שמש מתוך סיעת הליכוד בשבוע שעבר, ראש הממשלה אמר דברים אחרים. זה הגידול הכי גבוה בעולם, חקירת הלינץ' בבאר שבע, המשטרה תחקור בין ארבעה לשישה חשודים בהם שוטר וסוהר. החוקרים ממתינים לתוצאות נתיחת הגופה, שתקבע האם הירי הוביל למותו של מבקש המקלט או החבטות מצד ההמון. דיווחה כתבתנו הדש טייף. 
עשרות סטודנטים ערבים הפגינו באוניברסיטת תל אביב, מולם הפגינו סטודנטים פעילי ימין. הקולות הביאה כתבתנו תמר פלד. עשרים שנה לרצח רבין, יושב ראש המחנה הציוני יצחק הרצוג אומר כי ישנם רבים שלא מצטערים על הרצח. יש קבוצות רבות בחברה הישראלית שלא מצטערות, לא מצרות ולא באמת מבינות את עומק ומשמעות האסון ליכולת שלנו לתפקד ביחד. ועובדה היא שעל ציר הזמן המצב לא משתפר. כל סיום, לראשונה יוצא לדרך מיזם במסגרת תוכנית מחיר למשתכן. כמה תעלה דירה חדשה בעפולה ומי זכאי? כתבנו ישי שנר. מתוצאות המכרז הראשון של תוכנית הדגל של שר האוצר כחלון עולה כי דירה של 120 מטרים רבועים תעלה בממוצע כ-640 אלף שקלים. כך לפי חישוב שערכה שמאית רשות מקרקעי ישראל. כל 337 הדירות נמכרו בהצלחה בשיטת המכרז ההפוך, בו זוכה המציע את המחיר הנמוך ביותר, אולם חברות גדולות הדירו רגליהן מהמכרז. בשבוע הבא צפויות תוצאות מכרז של למעלה מאלף דירות בקריית מוצקין. אלה החדשות שעורך אילי לוין. דורו, 
Done by um, Eitan Katz. Before that, Chevron. That's of course Deddy. When I heard the news from Chevron, I uh, decided to play that song. A um, I don't know why the Jerusalem Post goes out of its way to call the victim an Israeli national, but an Israeli national, as it says here, who was seriously injured after he was hit by a passing car near a Palestinian village in Chevron, has died. According to an initial check by security forces, the enemy, my words, hurled rocks at the man's car. He stopped the vehicle, got out, and was struck by a truck. The driver whose vehicle struck the man turned himself into the police in nearby Daharia in the South Chevron Hills, claiming it was an accident that he had not intended to hit the man. 
Paramedics administered emergency treatment to the 50-year-old Jewish man who suffered critical injuries. Magen David Adom released a statement saying that attempts to resuscitate him failed and first aid personnel pronounced him dead after 1 p.m. today on Tuesday. So no name yet of this 50-year-old Jewish man who now has uh, become a victim of terror. After all, it was the uh, the rocks hurled by the enemy that caused him to uh, die. That caused him to be hit by a car, possibly by accident. And um, he is the latest victim in all of this. Tuesday morning broadcast at JM in the AM. Prime Minister Netanyahu made an interesting point, rejecting suggestions that Israeli expansion of Jewish settlements in the West Bank is responsible for fueling the recent wave of violence. Prime Minister Netanyahu told delegates at the World Zionist Congress in Jerusalem Tuesday that his administrations have built less aggregate homes beyond the Green Line than his three predecessors, Ehud Olmert, Ariel Sharon, and Ehud Barak. During his first term, Netanyahu said his government built 3,000 housing units per year in Judea and Samaria. When Barak was prime minister, 5,000, Sharon 1,900, Olmert 1,700, according to Netanyahu. So this might be the reason. They think that Israeli expansion is responsible for the recent wave of violence. Maybe it's lack of expansion that's responsible for the Israeli victims and for the recent wave of violence huh it just hit me it just hit me 17 minutes after seven o'clock with 49 degrees partly cloudy a high of 71 we'll do some of our community calendar coming up we've told you that the uh, brand new waterbury yeshiva cd will feature that uh coming up here at jm and the am plus shlomo zwickler is scheduled to stop by he knows a little something about judea and samaria and jerusalem and we try every single day during these times, we try to at least once a day, if possible, check in with somebody who's in the Holy Land. Well, he's here. He's from the Holy Land, but he is here. And we'll have an opportunity to speak with him in hour number three this morning right here at JM in the AM. Oh, 
J.M. and the A.M., Avraham David, with a song called Yigdal here at J.M. and the A.M. You know, tomorrow we're going to get an opportunity, and before that, Simcha Liner with Va'ala Kol, you heard the Y studs with Avat Yisrael. Tomorrow we're going to get an opportunity to uh, kick off our discussion regarding the big Ohel uh, annual gala, which is always one of the big events of the year. It's coming up on the 22nd of November. It's happening at the New York Marriott Marquis, and the guest of honor is the great Moshe Hellman. And that gives me great joy to announce that he's co-president of OHEL, of course, one of the most respected community leaders out there. So uh, we'll have a chance, I'm sure, to speak with him at some point over the next few weeks. And uh, we'll start speaking about the OHEL annual gala tomorrow. Do want to wish a mazel tov to the team OHEL Everyday Heroes, including New York City Marathon runners Bruce Prince and Tamar Siklik, and OHEL 5K and OXC family participants, the Levy family. Uh, foster parent tribute that night is going to Dovi and Ricky Janklovitz. And a memorial tribute to Max and Rose Wasser, the OHEL founder and past president. In addition to that, I was informed by my friend Derek Saker, Rabbi and Rebetzin Lairfield of the Young Israel of Staten Island are also going to be recognized that night. So a very, very big mazdav to all the honorees. We'll get a chance to uh, speak more about the big OHEL gala. And um, that happens on the 22nd of November. J.M. and the A.M. 7.30 in the morning with my David Goldwasser. I wanted to mention, in addition to my parents, who we always dedicate um, morning chizuk to, today the 7th of Cheshvan, which I believe is the day, by the way, in Israel that they changed to Vesein Talamatar. I think they've they've made that change already. Anyway, the 7th of Cheshvan today is the 19th yard side of Mr. Joseph Rosenberger, founder of all Shotness Labs, who wrote in his will that since he spent his entire time educating the Jewish public about the mitzvah of Shatnas and had very little time to study Torah. He requests that people study Torah for his neshama. And that is Yosef ben Moshe HaLevi. Yosef ben Moshe HaLevi. We announce this each and every year. Rabbi Rosenberger was a, was a good friend, as good a friend as one could be with the Shatnas man as I was growing up. So I remember him fondly. Um, Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Echanish Masar of Zebin of Yosef HaLevi, Esther Basar of Yosef HaLevi. And for today, as we said, Yosef ben Moshe Halevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. In the Parsha of Noach, we learn both a lesson of morality and a lesson in ethics. In the beginning of the Parsha, it says, Ketz Kolbasar, the end of all man has come before me, for the earth is filled with robbery. Rashi HaKadosh notes that the decree of Noach's generation was sealed because of the sin of robbery. This seems to be strange, because the people were completely corrupted. They transgressed the worst of eras, including idol worship, immorality, which require giving up one's life, rather than transgressing such sins. The Chavetz Chaim clarifies this with an example. An individual owed a lot of money to many people. He didn't have the wherewithal to pay anyone back. The creditors continually dunned him, but he claimed he didn't have any money. 
It seemed that the creditors were going to have to give up on their loan. However, one brazen individual, he lost his patience. He went to the man's house, he took an expensive item, and he left with it. When the other creditors saw this, they did the same. Eventually, the debtor was left with no possessions at all. When one does Averis in this world, he creates heavenly prosecutors who quietly surround him in the world of truth, the Alma Dikshait. Thievery, however, is driven by arrogance. If a person stole during his lifetime, the prosecutor that was created from this sin is likewise arrogant. He jumps to the head of the line and boldly denounces the individual, opening the door and encouraging all the other heavenly accusers to speak up about the individual's many sins. The people of Noah's generation filled the world with corruption, and they robbed. However, it was only because they created that bold and arrogant prosecutor from the sins of their stealing that their ultimate fate was sealed. Once he bursts forward with the accusations, all the other prosecutors presented their case as well. Gezel, robbery, portended their downfall. Our Chachomim tell us that the death of a righteous person, Misas Tzadikim, will serve as an atonement for the generation, as does Yom Kippur. Rebeliezer Fleckless, in his Sefer Olas Tzibur, points out that Mesushalach, the grandfather of Noach, was a great tzaddik. He was Nifter, he passed on, on the day the flood was supposed to start. In his honor, Hashem delayed the flood for seven days. So why weren't all the Averis of the generation expunged? Why weren't the people saved from destruction? He explains that the death of a tzaddik only atones for sins between man and God. It doesn't atone for sins between fellow man. Just as Yom Kippur doesn't atone for sins between man and his fellow man without tshuva. May we realize the impact of our actions and be especially careful in matters particularly in financial matters. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you Morning Chizik. Have a nice day.
That is the um, uh, Nigun Rikud done by David Schlusselberg in a brand new CD entitled Shema Koleinu. He's got a brand new video, by the way, for the title track of Shema Koleinu. Keep that in mind as you peruse the web and uh, see some of the brand new Jewish music videos out there. Lipa with Be Positive before that. Well, I promised you some uh, some uh, talk about the brand new CD regarding the um, Masifta of Waterbury, Waterbury, Connecticut. The Masifta with music and songs by the Masifta of Waterbury on a brand new CD entitled Stay With Me. Israel Mayor Levine is in studio. We'll speak with him coming up as we preview some of this brand new music in a new Music Alert Tuesday right here at JM and the AM. By the way, I just got an amazing communique from our wonderful friend Rabbi Mark Landsman. Apparently, Leora and Alex Landsman have, uh, 
Our proud parents of a brand new baby girl, which is just absolutely amazing and incredible news. <laughs> I think I'm still stunned and shocked by it. I just found out about 60 seconds ago. Uh, so we wish them a very special Mazda from all of us here at JM and the AM. And to all the grandparents and the great grandparents, a very special Mazda. But I will give an extra, extra special Mazda to our friends Naomi and Rabbi Mark Landsman. Uh, they are grandparents, and that is unbelievable. Mazalto from all of us here at JM and the AM. The Sifta of Waterbury and their brand new collection of music next. This is JM and the AM.
a.m. and the a.m. It is a CD entitled Stay With Me. Music and songs by the Masifta of Waterbury. The proceeds of the album go to the Masifta of Waterbury. It's an Adderit Music distributed release. And Yisrael Mayor Levine, who I am told had something to do with this project, is with us in our studio this morning here at JM in the AM. Yisrael Mayor Levine, welcome. Good morning. Thank you very much, Nachum. Thank you for having me. A pleasure. How many people do you represent today? How many people were involved in this project called Stay With Me by the Masifta of Waterbury? Well, technically, um, they represent around 500 people. They're not that many in the Masifta, are they? Um, over the years, yes. Oh, because um, you have alumni involved as well. Alumni right? and current members, and right. really this whole project in general was a re- was really representation and for the yeshiva and its and the sur- extended family. Right. Um, on the specific on whoever worked on the album, we had around I'd say around fifteen to twenty members, uh, mostly alumni. How many are in the yeshiva up in Waterbury? Right now, there are. Around 200 kids in uh, high many? school, yeah. Um, How long has it been around? Six years now. That's it, huh? Yeah, I was I was there a, a bunch of years ago. We had 80 it's, every year. It just keeps on going up and up. Yeah, all we keep hearing is that both the Masifta and the community, the neighborhood of Waterbury, Connecticut, continues to grow like crazy. Yes, uh, thank God, Baruch Hashem. It's, uh, it's really moving along. I heard there's, I don't know official numbers, but around... 40 new families since Pesach. Unbelievable. That's an unbelievable number in the last few months. Um, Are there great composers among the alumni and current students of the Masifta of Waterbury? (laughs) Um, I I like to think so. You know, um, all all this music, obviously, as we said, was composed by members in the yeshiva. Are you one of the composers or not? Yes, I wrote... Was that your song? No, that was not mine. Who wrote that one? Uh, His name is Yaakov Blatter. He wrote a lot of the music on here. He's a very close friend of mine and... Tremendous musician. Um, actually wanted him to come along with me, but he, uh, he's actually probably learning right now. Oh, he's a morning seder. Come on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, throughout, over the years, if, there's been so much talent that has come through those doors of the yeshiva. You know, when we, we like, we, it's, 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 you know, you can say that, uh, you know, it's not, we're not more talented than, than other people, right. but, uh, it just, the way the yeshiva works is that one of the, their main ideas of how to keep people con- and connect people to Hakadosh Baruch Hu is through expression. Right. You know, you have talents that Hakadosh Baruch Hu gave you. Ha- ha- you have to use them. It's not like you, you have to use them. And they encourage you to do this. They 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 force you to do it. Right. They force you to express your talents, and everybody has different talents. And there's people who are funny. People can sing. People can write. Read. There's so many different venues in the yeshiva that are given to you so you can express what HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave you. Yisrael Mayor Levine is here. When did you decide that you're going to work on this? How many months ago did people get together and say, you know what, we're going to express ourselves with a brand new CD with original songs, etc.? Um, we actually, this idea started around three years ago. <laughs> um, it's fun, interestingly enough, when uh, myself and a few friends, we just got together to record a demo of a song that I, that I wrote. Which uh, made it onto this or not? Uh, yes, actually, we redid it for the album. Okay. Uh, we were just, just having a good time, and really what this whole album is is just having a good time and just having just great time making music. Um, and we, afterwards, our friend and I were talking, we're like, why, why don't we do this? This is, we have, thank God, Baruch Hashem, some real talent that we... Would love to share with people and in a real way, and why don't we do it? So obviously, 
everybody has ideas and hopes and everybody wants has a lot of ideas but it took around three years for us to actually uh get around to making something must be very satisfying to get to this day it's uh it's exhilarating it's almost surreal how long has this been out already uh, a week now only think, about a week. Only about a week. You know, uh, we actually started recording um, a week and a half before Pesach. Wow. Um, the group of us, like uh, six of us, we, we literally moved into Ari Kunstler's studio. We'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll get to He's a good man later. to work he's, with. He's, he's special. He's, he's amazing. Unbelievable in so many ways. Um, we literally lived in his house for a week and a half, <laughs> recording all our... And because we all we're all in different places now, for right. the most part, you know, guys are s- sitting in Eretz learning all day. Guys are in different parts of the, of the country, so we all really came together for to make this project. You know, obviously the common denominator being the yeshiva that we all love, and that we, uh, you know, and we, we just came together. So we literally moved into Ari's house and we just recorded as much as we could, and, and you got it done. Got it what done. do you want to tell us about Gam Kielach? Um, so that's actually the song I was talking about before that we went to record the demo. Right. Um, I just uh, felt it would be kind of appropriate to play because, um, unfortunately, the situation going on in Israel and all the scary things going on over there. I actually wrote this song um, when I was in Israel, when I was for my year in Israel learning. Um, I actually wrote this in a bomb shelter. I wrote this sitting in a bomb shelter. Wow. When the air raid sirens in Yushalayim went off, I was had my guitar with me. I went downstairs, and I just... It was one of the first songs I've ever written. That could spur some songwriting, huh? <laughs> yeah, and I, it was like... It was one of those... Just came... You know, I, I don't, I don't, you know people say it just came out. It right. just really did. It's not really... It, you know, that's what happened. The song huh? developed, and we actually we recorded it. And uh, I hope it, if it can inspire people and the message of, you know, scary things happen. But we're not really really afraid because the Kaddish Baruch was with us every step of the way. Gam Kielach, it's brand new from a CD entitled "Stay with Me." Uh, the Masifta of Waterbury are the beneficiaries of uh, this CD. All the music and songs by the alumni and the current students. Of the Masifta of Waterbury. It's brand new. You saw Mayor Levine is here and it's JM in the AM.
from the CD entitled Stay With Me. 12-track CD from the Masifta of Waterbury, proceeds to the Masifta, all done by the students and uh, alumni of the Masifta of Waterbury up in Connecticut. And a Derrick release, speaking with Israel Mayor Levine, who is here, and this is America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM dial, broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey, around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. So we we would not be familiar with any of the singers on this, right? Uh, no. I no ringers so. in there. No. No, uh... <laughs> no Jewish music legends that... Uh, no, lent, no. lent their services to the Masifta of Waterbury, which is nice. You're, no, Ar- you're introducing Ar- a lot of brand new talent to us. Uh, yeah, Artie Ar- Ar- pops up here and there. Oh, yeah. Uh, and now all, you know, technically none of these people are professional musicians, so to speak. 
Um, but really, this album is really, it's not about, you know, introducing new talent or, right. or, uh, showing, showing off, so to speak, the, the talent of Yeshiva or prove, making a statement of any kind. You know, it's, music is such a huge, huge part of what the Yeshiva does and a tool for connection, for connecting guys to, 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 to true things and keeping them connected. The Masifta is a, I don't know what we'd call it, because I don't know if there is such a thing as standard anymore, but is it a standard a grade 9 through 12 high school, and then beyond that it continues as a uh, base measure? Um, is that generally how it works? Yeah, I guess so. It is, it is a 9 through 12, uh, to, through 12 high school. It's anything but standard, the way right. the issue is. Um, it's very hard to explain unless, you, unless you're there. But meaning there are a lot of I don't know 13, 14 year old guys that are going there basically to live there, right? There, I assume they're dorm yeah, and not not many. There are not many um, ninth and tenth graders. Uh-huh. It's, um, Mostly older kids. There are the the eleventh and twelfth grade classes have uh, upwards to seventy guys in it. Right. Um, it's it's tough to move into a different state when you're 13, 14 years old. Right. So it's kind of, it's sort of discouraged in a, in a way, um, but there are there are there are a few. Uh, and do any of them come from different parts of the country? Like the yes, mis- uh, all over. So yeah. it's not just New York, New Jersey, Brooklyn. It's it's no. other places as well. New York, New, New York, New Jersey, Brooklyn. Right. <laughs> you're you're meeting you're meeting people from all over the place. It's L.A., Toronto, really? Israel. Baltimore. We go home only, I don't know, two, three times a year, whatever yeah, it may it's, be. Yeah, it's, it's all over the, the place. The school year. Hmm, interesting. Even people from Lakewood. Who go up to Waterbury. Even people from Lakewood, yeah. Interesting. Uh, next song we're doing is called Hold On. You saw Mayor Levine. Anything you want to tell us about this election? Um, no, this is just this is just a song. It's just, just uh, one of, you know, also, I don't want to mean to ramble on here, but a big part of what we our vision in, in the album was the music was... More well, the music was, was one of the main part of that we were focusing on, as opposed to featuring vocalists or, right. you know, we wanted to make sure the music was sophisticated and and well done, professionally done. You know, we used for this song, we used some top notch quality musicians from all over the country that we that we just put together the musicians, you know, and we just wanted to make sure that these the music stuck out in the album. Uh, so I think this is just, a, just one of the... This is a good example of that? This is a, I think this is a good example of that. Hold On is the name of the song. Stay With Me is the album. The Masifta of Waterbury has a release. It's brand new, and this is JM in the AM. Open up a little trust cause we're real family
7 a.m. with Hold On off of the Stay With Me CD, brand new from the Masifta of Waterbury. Israel Mayor Levine is here. How long have you been in Waterbury already at this point? Um, I think this is my, I'm still there now. I think this is my fifth year, sixth Wow, year. you're a veteran. Yeah, Did you drive here from Waterbury? No, I was actually I was actually in Jersey last night. Wow, that would have been something. Can you imagine? What would that take, by the way, Waterbury to Jersey City? How long would I've that take? I've never done that. Right, but, but what would but, you uh, say? I'd probably say... Seven hours? Eight hours? It's not even that bad. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's, it's not, probably <laughs> under two hours. You can do it in under two hours. There you go. Hey, Trucker Yitz, are you out there? Let me know how long it takes from Waterbury to Jersey City. Want to comment on the app? You can. Don't forget the NSN app uh, for both Android and iPhone gives you the opportunity to comment anything going on here during the show. So you can check that out on the home screen of your app. And we see those comments in front of us right here. Next one is entitled Min HaMetzar. It's track nine on the CD. Anything you want to tell us? Um, no, just nothing Nothing really. I think the song speaks for itself. Um, but just the, the, the person who's wrote this and singing this, yeah. uh, incredibly talented kid. Kid guy, I'm still a kid, but um, <laughs> by the name of Penny Shafter, he's from Baltimore. Um, he is, he is, uh, he's, he's something special. You know, we we actually flew him in from Baltimore for this to to record this song. It's funny. Um, he's the composer. He's uh, he's the composer. This is his song, um, and he's uh, he's he's really good. You have to hear for yourself. Mina Maitzar is next. Masifta of Waterbury has a brand new CD, and this is JM in the AM.
carefully Cause you're with me every step of the way Serving you faithfully, cause you're with me every step of the way. So I'm asking you, please, will you hold my hand and help me stand? Bring me to a place where all day long they're praising your name and they're singing your songs, cause it's there I belong, and it's there. J.M. in the A.M., Yisrael Mayor Levine is here. So we start to wrap up a uh, segment dedicated to the Masifta of Waterbury. Hope everybody up in Waterbury tunes into J.M. in the A.M. on a daily basis. You can always do so through the NSN app. That's right. Your iPhone or Android can search for the NSN app. And you could hear... Oh, sorry about that. You could hear things loudly and clearly, even if you're up in Waterbury. Many, many miles away from here. Um, some One of the people on the app asked... Um, if Israel Mayor Levine is related to Baruch Levine from Waterbury, because ironically Baruch Levine is up in Waterbury, you are not related to Baruch Levine. You no, are related. No, you are related to Malki and Dove Levine. Yes. And Dove is one of our favorite people in the world of Jewish music for the last thirty plus years. So you make sure to send regards to your wonderful father and, that and your your parents in general. And um, and you, you reminded me, of course, that your your phenomenal uncle Avi Levine, who, by the way, I guess it's public information he designed the cover, right? It's not. So it was, I won't say that. <laughs> he did not design the cover. He did not design the cover. Uh, but he did join me in August in a wonderful interview at Ben Gurion Airport in his role with Nefesh Benefesh. We always have an amazing time with him. So. Yes, he's great to hang out with. Make sure to uh, send regards. Uh, I want to thank you, Cheryl Mayor Levy. Anything to add about the Masifta of Waterbury? Anything um, else about this project? Just a few things. Just, uh, just like to thank a few people you sure. know, who helped us make achieve the vision that we wanted to create. You know, we had a very specific thing we wanted to do, and Nohi Krohn, ah, um, who's one of my favorite people in the, the world. Greatest. Um, he's he took our music and really brought it to a level we did not think was possible. Nice. He was we sat together in the summer, and he just he's 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 on another planet musically. Um, obviously, I mentioned Arya before. Arya is is basically the co-producer with myself on this album. Um, the great Arya Kunstler. The great Arya Kunstler uh, played a lot of the guitars, mixed. All the mo- almost all the songs. Right. He's uh, he's a tremendously talented musician, and I, I mean everybody knows him, but he's he's really uh, he's he's even better than people even yeah, people realize. He's incredible. Um, just uh, also, I want to shout out Kalman, listening from Israel. He's also Kalman Mandel. He was a huge part of this album. Wrote a lot of the music, a lot of the vocals. Helped help produce helped me produce. Um, and uh, just I'll, th- I'll thank you for, first of all. A pleasure for. Uh, Doing all that you do for Jewish music and for the Jewish world in general. I appreciate that. 
Um, and I thank you for coming today. No, my pleasure, and thank you for having me. Really, really thank you. The new CD, Stay With Me, a project of the Masifta of Waterbury, proceeds to the Masifta, Israel Mayor Levine, representing a lot of people who worked very hard to get this released, the alumni and current students at the Masifta of Waterbury. Again, Mazel Tov on the release. It's out there for about a week. It's, it's available everywhere. It's on iTunes, on Google Music, on Mostly Music. It's in stores. Call your local Judaica stores. Um, it's really everywhere that you... Uh, if, Anywhere that you would buy a CD or a, an album, then it's probably there. Phenomenal. We'll wrap up with a song called Alakai Neshama. Stay with me is the name of the CD with the Masifta of Waterbury at JM in the AM. <laughs>
New Masifta of Waterbury CD. My thanks to Israel Mayor Levine. Tuesday morning at 20 minutes after 8 o'clock, 49 degrees, partly cloudy, and a high of 71. 81 degrees in Yerushalayim. Ah, that's the way to do it. Here we're at 49, although it's probably a drop warmer right now compared to the 49 degrees when we started things off this morning. If you want to comment on our app, it's always open for you. iPhone, Android. Hey, happy birthday to Leora Lassen up at Stern College. That comes from uh, Ima and Abba. That came through our app. Happy birthday, Leora Lassen, from all of us here at JM in the AM. Uh, the Lower East Side Shabbos Project, in loving memory of Morris and Beth Vitelowitz and Yehuda Baim, takes place this weekend. The itinerary is as follows. Thursday night, the challah bake will be at the Orenstein Building, organized by our wonderful friend Malki Sinensky. Friday night, the communal dinners will take place in the East River Amalgamated Hillman uh, um, Community Rooms and the Stanton Street Shul, and a dessert buffet at the East River Community Room uh, will be happening at 9.30 this coming uh, Friday night. Um, there are a lot of volunteer opportunities, a lot of recruitment opportunities, obviously sponsorship opportunities. Contact our friends in the Lower East Side. And um, you can register for the event. Um, if you have any questions, you can email events at Stanton, com. Stanton, S-T for street, shul, S-H-U-L, dot com for any information on that. And a reminder, tomorrow we get an opportunity to um, speak about the Ohel Gala, which is coming up on the 22nd of November. Mazel tov again to Maisha Hellman, who's the guest of honor, and all the honorees that we mentioned earlier uh, who are going to be recognized that night. We'll speak more about it right here tomorrow morning at JM in the AM. Well, we try as often as possible, especially during times like this, 
to connect with uh, Israel as often as we can. We try for once a day, and that, that's good because we try for once a day. It usually ends up at least once every other day. Uh, today we have somebody in our studio who's just recently in Israel and is certainly for us an amazing connection to the Holy Land. He knows a lot about Yehudan Shomron, knows a lot about Jerusalem, and he is Shlomo Zwickler. Shlomo Zwickler is here. We know him, of course, from the neighborhood and community of Beit Orot in northeast Yerushalayim. And in addition to that, he's uh, living in Kochav HaShachar for many, many years, and he'll explain where that is and what type of life uh, is being lived at the moment in Yehuda and Shomron. Shlomo Zwickler, shalom, and welcome back to JM in the AM. Boker Tov, Manishma. Baruch Hashem. Where is Kochav HaShachar? Northeast of Yerushalayim. And where in Judea and Samaria? Kochav uh, HaShachar is the area which uh, is on the way down to the Jordan Valley, the northern part of the more northern part of the Jordan Valley uh, from Yerushalayim. Uh, people who are familiar with, um, uh, a lot of people in the listening audience visit Israel, and they go to the Psagot Winery. Yeah. Uh, they go to uh, visit uh, Shiloh. Uh, so Kochav HaShachar is, uh, you take the same road up towards the Psagot Winery or towards Shiloh, but you have a right turn onto what's called Tzir Alon, the Alon Road, which is named for the Israeli foreign minister from the early 70s, Yigal Alon, may he rest in peace, who came up with the idea, he was the first one who, who uh, coined the idea that the Jordan Valley would always remain under Israeli sovereignty in any kind of eventual uh, agreement of any sort. Uh, so hence they drew the Alon Line, which became the Alon Road, which effectively was the first Jewish paved road in these areas, <laughs> and probably in 2,000 years. Um, and today, that's the road that... Uh, I have leads. a feeling 2,000 years ago wasn't paved either, but okay. uh, no, it certainly wasn't. No, but for, for, I know, but for I example, know. I know the, the, the famous uh, famous Road 60, which runs you know through Yerushalayim all the way you know further north than Shechem and the, all the way down to Hebron and beyond, that's what we call in certain spots Derech Avot, because right. the reason the road... And all of a sudden goes to the left, or all of a sudden goes to the right, because that's the way that Avram Avinu's donkey like right. just turned his head, Correct. and that's the way he just stayed over the years. This road, the Alone Road, uh, was a brand new road, right. and it was in order to facilitate the movement of troops, if need be, down to the Jordan Valley. And it was the uh, early 70s. It was labor governments, ironically, who built the shuvim, the uh, towns along the Alone Road, including Kuchav Where did you live when you first went to Israel? We got right off the boat to Kuchav Is that? Isn't that? I don't know, was that a a real pioneering move at the time? Because some might say it's a pioneering move to move there today. Uh, at the time, we were looking for that. And, that's what uh, you wanted. That's what we wanted. It was certainly uh, was intended to be a pioneering move. We wanted to live somewhere where we'd make a difference. We wanted to live somewhere where we're not only... At, everywhere in Eretz Yisrael, of course, you're Mikhaim, you're fulfilling... The mitzvah, the uh, the uh, commandment of Yeshuv Eretz Yisrael. He was also this, being Yerushat Eretz Yisrael. Was not, not to get too personal, but was this a... I don't want to use the word argument. Was this a a passionate conversation between you and your wife? One of you feeling more like that than the other, or both of you were totally on the same page? Actually, believe it or not, my wife was even more passionate than I about going to Kochav Are you at serious? The time. Yeah, I mean, I was totally in favor. In fact, I introduced Miriam to Kochav because when I was uh, a Bukhari uh, Shiva, when I was during my famous year in Israel, uh, which goes back, what, 25 years now? Um, I used to uh, frequent the home of Ari and uh, Tzviya. I think in these parts she's known as Cindy. Ari and Cindy, Ari and Tzviya, Shvat. Shvat. Of course. I know uh, right. Shvat you, you for a million years. From Riverdale, exactly. Sure. Riverdale, Benekiva, Shvat, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, that's how I, be- I used to go there all the time. 
Um, wow, what a zchut. Yeah, yeah, major. I remember when they were building their house, frankly. I, I planted some of the, the uh, sikhim, some of the shrubbery in the front path. Um, anyway, and, and ironically, the, the, their, their, your son Nitanel, who was a little, you know, pitzel of nothing back then, he's now the, uh, I guess, the equivalent of the town mayor. <laughs> so wow. go figure. Anyway, yeah, so uh, we, we, Dafka went there. We specifically went there because we were looking for that pioneer. We were looking to make a difference, looking to be, it, and it was the time we made Aliyah. In, in right in the middle of the whole Oslo thing, right in the middle of the you know when, when everything started all all you know, everything started going a little bit crazy right right before the uh, assassination of the prime minister Yitzhak right. Rabin, um, it was crazy times uh, right into the second intifada uh, right. as a matter of fact or the beginnings of the second intifada. The say. the new chief of police is it is is your neighbor? Uh, he was my neighbor, uh, Roni Alshich, uh, whose name we weren't allowed to to, to uh, utter. Publicly until uh, just recently, Roni Alshich uh, was one of the not original, but one of the, the I guess the second wave of families that came to Kochav Shachar way before I did. He was a real uh, uh, a major uh, figure in the community. He's now the uh, national chief of he police. He is the national. He, the, the, this is the fulfillment of one of the uh, objectives of the um, you know the whole Datilumi concept of of getting to positions of influence and of you know, re- reaching positions of uh, not, not so much power, but of uh, of being able to contribute and be part of and, and really lead Israeli Has society. Has he assumed the position already? No, not yet. He's taking over, I believe, in another couple of weeks. Uh, it's a quite a bit of, uh, you know, what we call chafifa, you know, having to give over the, especially in these times. He's actually giving up uh, a, a certain road to become the next head of the Shabak, of what you call the Shin Bet around here, um, which is the Israeli General Security Service. Um, very, very... Uh, uh, coveted position and a very important position. He would have been in that position. He most certainly would have been the next chief of uh, of the of Israeli the intelligence. What yes, we? Israeli intelligence, domestic intelligence. Um, and he, this he, guy is something, huh? He is something, and he, if you understand, he's he, he's 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 of Yemenite um, heritage. He's Datilumi uh, with a big kippah on his head of of the more you know uh, what do they call Khardali types, right. you know, like a, a real uh, you know a uh, right. uh, yeah Stark I think <laughs> right. that's what they call it right. By the way, he's a tremendous baltfila. Um, also, he's 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 Temani, but he's totally as we say mishtaknez. He was a complete, complete. He probably can compete with you. Right. Part part of me for saying it. Um, and uh, you should you should get him on the air. Um, I agree. And uh, and um, and yeah. He, He's he's a he's a brilliant guy, um, and uh, he actually left Kochav Shachar three years ago because you know it's pastnish. Do you have somebody who's also a settler and also Temani and also the T to be the, you know the head of the Shabak? It can't be. Um, so uh, you know that that, that he moved to give the, the the you know he moved to give out Shmuel one of the big. Uh, uh, the very fine communities in the in the Datilumi world today. Anyway, he, he's if, if there's anybody who's capable of um, really reining in our uh, less than perfect police force back in Israel, people who follow know that the police is uh, not exactly the most professional of uh, groups these uh, you know the past few years. It's him. He's the one who's capable. At the same time, it's also a little bit of trepidation because it, now it's come out that some of the major, major moves against terrorists, against all kinds of problems and issues um, dealing with national security, he's been the mastermind behind 
countless raids and countless operations. Then he won't be in that seat anymore. Right. He, he won't be in that seat. He'll now be dealing yeah. with, you know, other issues, important nonetheless. But so he's sort of like the National Police Commissioner. I mean, it, It's exactly what he's right. saying. New Yorkers would relate to that. Right. Yeah. Israel's police force, from Israel's like, we're a country of, of 8 million people. Right. Um, so, so it's probably similar in size right. to the, it, Exactly. Uh, New York City is a city right. of, what is it, 8 million people? Right. Maybe a little more. more. Than that, Even yeah. more. So uh, Israel's police force is a national police force. It's not, it's not localized. Right. Um, and he He's now the uh, yeah the commissioner of police, but it, it's a big deal. It's a big position, and the fact that it's a, a person with a with a kippah on his head is, uh, is is an even bigger deal. Wonder if things would have been different if he was the police chief ten years ago, but whatever. Because uh, the images of the police and their role in the Gaza disengagement are just very painful, and I wonder if he would. But that's not for now. We we can discuss that next time. We next time we're together Shabbos afternoon. We could bounce that around. Uh, Shlomo Zwickler is here from Israel. <laughs> So tell me, in short, what it's like to be a father in Israel right now. Uh, I'll be honest, it's quite nerve-wracking, um, especially when you know I'm at the point now uh, where the kids are all over the place. Right. I have a daughter in the university. I have a son in uh, Hezder. I have uh, another son in uh, high school in, in Yashlatz in, uh, in Yerushalayim. And everybody else, of course, is more closer, is much more closer to home. But uh, you know, every given moment of every day, whenever something you know may have happened, there is happening, etc. You always reach and want to know where they are and what they're doing and where you know where they're going. We, we have the code now at home that when you you know when you get to where you're going, you send a, an SMS, a text message uh, to Iman Abba, letting us know where you are, etc. Um, my kids carry, you know, pepper spray, et cetera, et cetera. I, I inform my, my 20 and a half year old daughter that when she reaches 21, she's getting a gun. Um, she doesn't want one. You're she, serious about that. Um, for anyone who thinks you're joking around. I'm very serious about right. that. I'm, in Israel, as people have seen that. It's a, there's been a run up on, uh. But I heard it's um, hard to obtain a gun in Israel if you're not uh, at, at the moment serving in the army. Is that true or not? No, actually, they actually just now, Gilad Erdan, who's the minister of, uh, internal security, uh, as we say in Hebrew, um, just relax the rules a bit to at- obtain a weapon, and, and it, they would it, never. Yeah, go ahead. and it's been shown. It's been shown. You see how many yeah, times that the the civi- watch the video. Right, c- c- civilians who are yeah. properly trained and who have licensed weapons um, have been the ones more often than not to, uh, to to stop the attacks in progress or to stop them from proliferating even further. And the police say, near Barkat said point blank, if you have a weapon, carry it. Yeah. I know that wouldn't you know go over so well in the New York area, <laughs> but uh, the truth of the matter is that the crazy you know gun things that happen here in America don't seem to happen in Israel. We have other gun problems, obviously, but the licensed guns in Israel actually save lives. Right, no question about it. So you've told her that when she gets to the age of 21, she's getting a gun. Or you, or you, right, you, you insist that she does, but what she will do, I guess, since she'll be over 21, she'll She'll decide. She'll decide what she wants, right? We'll see how far my my ultimatum goes. And you mentioned the pepper spray, and you mentioned, I, I would assume, that you've briefed your kids in general on, you know, using common sense. Not that there is any common sense that can sometimes combat this whole thing, but I guess you know, reaching your destination, being more aware of your surroundings, things right. like that. But at the same know. time, one thing that my wife and I won't do is we won't let them, we won't, we won't have our kids change the way that they live their lives, right? Or, or ourselves, right. The way we live our lives. I mean, we, for example, made a point 
right. of uh, going What out. I keep demanding of American parents who have children in Israel, they should demand that right. their lives not change. Right. Unfortunately, uh, my, 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 unfortunately, my uh, position on this is in the minority, but now go ahead. I'm sorry. My, my, my <laughs> I, I, had to, I had to get that out. <laughs> my, 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 my kids are taking buses. Uh, right. my, my, I, dare, I dare to say they're even tramping, right. um, you know, which is the that's the way mm-hmm. of life in the Yudav Shalom. Hitchhiking. Hitchhiking, right. exactly. It sounds worse when you say hitchhiking. Right, that's it sounds true. much nicer when you say tramping. Right. Um, sounds creepy when you say hitchhiking. Correct. Um, uh, uh, my wife and I made a point of, of going out uh, one night last week to Mamila, right. you know, Dafka, Mamila. Where, where people were exaggerating about the lack of people who were, well, well, I don't know if that, I could ask you, were there a lot of people around or not in Mamila? Uh, it, there were markedly fewer people. But it was not empty. Expect, but you it was saw not, people. It was not empty right. and also to befell any uh, rumor to the otherwise, um, it was not closed. Right. I've heard that. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, we're going to cancel our trip because Mamila's closed. Correct. It's not closed. It's open. Uh, all your favorite restaurants are open. All your favorite right. shops are open, and and they can use your business. And you can you probably know? get a good seat you at know? this point. Hey, well, what look? Once upon a time, when things like this were going on, it was uh, all the rage, and you know, in, in the American Jewish community, to do these missions to Israel. Right. Okay, guys, time for a mission. You can do a personal mission. Yeah, people can use your support. Go now. You'll have the best seat in the restaurant. At at the same time, I will tell you though that the the you know when this whole thing really first erupted, I'm not sure we had a pinpoint when it erupted. Because not Cholamoid Sukkot, because you, you said it's earlier than that. Well, I said that's it. On the one hand, it feels like it was Cholamoid Sukkot when Etam and Mahink and Hashim and Komdamam were brutally murdered. That's what it feels like happened. But uh, from personal experience, uh, you know, uh, my my uh, my neighbor uh, Eliezer Rosenfeld uh, lost his son Malachi right. back in I think it was June or maybe the end of June, early July, uh, when Malachi and a, a bunch of his uh, friends were uh, playing basketball uh, over in uh, Eli. They were driving home uh, from Eli to Kuchav Shachar, and then they were just attacked. Um, and uh, Malachi was uh, was uh, was killed. He was lost his life. How and, old uh, was he? Twenty six, twenty five, twenty six. <laughs> yeah. And it brought back memories, of course, of another attack that happened at exactly the same spot, which is when my friend Shuli Harmelech, Hashem Yikom Damo, um, was killed there thirteen years ago. Um, and what a people from our yeshuv are trying to do now is they're right near where these both these attacks happened, both Shuli 13 years ago as well as Malachi just now a few months ago uh, were, were killed uh, is right opposite and what's in a what is an abandoned army base called uh, Basis Mavo Shiloh. It's actually to the east of Shiloh. Um, it was I actually met um, Pinchas Valishtin, one of the mythological leaders of the uh, whole Yesha enterprise, and one of the he was the regional council head of uh, Mateh Benjamin until a few years back. And I asked him, you know, how come there was never a Yishuv put here? And one of the things that some people who are Yishuv are trying to do now is to make a to turn to turn that abandoned base into a yeshuv and he said it goes be the reason we didn't put a yeshuv here he says to me this is one of the elders of the whole settlement enterprise is because the army was intending on putting the whole brigade responsible for the jordan valley here on this spot so it's covered it's taken care of and then you know one clear day the army just abandoned the site and uh it's just you know then and then then oslo came and then everything turned topsy-turvy and it was never planned properly so one of the things we're trying to do is what we call uh, in Hebrew, a tkuvat sionit holemet, which is a you know a proper Zionist response. You know they kill us, and we uh, we just build, we build, and we build, and we build, and we keep on growing and building, and we persevere by living our lives and by not giving in um, to them. I don't know if you heard my tongue-in-cheek analysis this morning. The prime minister went out of his way at the World Zionist Congress uh, earlier today to point out that his administrations have built less aggregate homes beyond the Green Line than his three predecessors, Olmert, Sharon, and Barak, put together. Um, this, he said, 
in an attempt to reject suggestions that Israeli expansion of settlements is responsible for fueling the recent wave of Palestinian violence. So I analyze, tongue-in-cheek, maybe not, <laughs> that, that, that maybe that's what's responsible for the increase. Maybe it's the fact that he has not expanded to the level of Omer, Sharon, and Barak that now the Israeli people are suffering at the hands of the enemy. There are many people who would agree with you um, that, that because we... We, we we aren't and to a certain some some degree we aren't persevering particularly yeah, we're we're going to exactly we're we're not we're not going hey, listen they, their whole narrative uh, the Palestinian Arabs um, is that we are colonialists right. you know, that that we're just a you know a, a passing phase and that will eventually leave mm-hmm. um, they believe this and right. they also they, it's amazing the things they believe I I. I we were talking about it before I'll just mention it now it was amazing to me is that you know they as odd as it may sound. They're really afraid of us. I mean, they they really, really are. And you know this from first-hand accounts. Yeah, I mean, we, we're you know over on in, in Yerushalayim and uh, in the area of Harazitim, Haratzufim, we're we're developing the new Beit uh, visitor center. We call Mitzbeh Masu. We talked about it a whole bunch of times here on the air. Well, it's, that's the focus. The that's where the famous story of Hanan Porat and Giyor Ashkenazi took place. Um, and that's uh, a great, you know, point of presence where you can see the whole Yerushalayim, you can see the whole Jordan Valley, you can see the whole E1 area, which is a very, very significant topic right now. And at the whole point is to draw Jewish traffic into the area. In any event, we're, we're developing this, uh, this complex. And obviously, uh, you know, like every project, there are workers who work on the project who are... Not of oh, Jewish descent. Not of Jewish descent, correct. <laughs> um, I, by the way, for all those people who want to say how, oh, you know, Jew, use only Jewish labor, well, you know, I... I Go I, find I, it. Well, A, go find it, and B, remember that even the Beit HaMikdash in the time of Shlomo Melech was built by, uh, you know, foreign workers. Uh, you know, we, we, J- Jews uh, tend to uh, work in other professions. Let's some, put it that so, way. some had recommended foreign workers for projects like yours who are not necessarily Arabs. Uh, you know, from other countries, meaning. Uh, All right, whatever. Potentially. Right. That, that, entirely possible. Right. In any event, these, these Arabs, they... they, they they came to work uh, on this, the day that of uh, the terrible uh, attack in Talpiot on the bus, right. when two elderly people lost their lives, and um, the attack was the same day as the attack in uh, in Malchay uh, Israel, where where um, someone was run over. Uh, a terrible, terrible attack was all over the internet. Everybody saw the video. Sure. Um, and that day, these Arab workers suddenly, my one of my employees shows up, and he, he, he you know he looks the settler type, and and they got so scared that he came. He, they thought that he was going to, you know, take vengeance on them, and they just literally ran away to the next Arab village. You ran. saw this with your own eyes. It, it was it's unbelievable. They, they really, truly, genuinely are scared of us. They, they, it, it's, it's what's no. going on today is literally a blood libel. It's, un, it's unreal. The, the incitement is unreal. And I, you know, I'll, I'll tell you something else. The, the damage done as far as the attempt to have coexistence, etc., by this current wave, uh, it's going to take a long time to, re- to, to, to correct us. No question about that. J.M. and the A.M. on a Tuesday, Shlomo Zwickler is here. We're visiting with him, or he's visiting with us, uh, from Kochava Shachar and from Jerusalem. He knows the situation firsthand, and we'll do more coming up. By the way, somebody on our app uh, who just commented wants to know, <laughs> only on this radio show can you play Jewish geography. Do you know the Hirschberg family, they want to know? <laughs> of course, Yeshua, Yeshua and Rachel. They used to be neighbors of ours in Kuchava Shachar. They, they moved to Beit Shemesh. So this listener says they spent a wonderful Shabbat with them years ago. <laughs> yeah, they're great, great, great people. Wonderful, wonderful people. Mm. There you go. Uh, it's JM in the AM. Shlomo Zwickler's here. More coming up. Keep it right here at JM in the AM.
in the AM. That's David Schlusselberg, brand new with a song entitled Shma Kolainu. There's a video of that online accompanying that song, which is uh, quite inspiring. Quarter before 9 o'clock, it's JM in the AM on this Tuesday. Shlomo Zwickler is here talking about the uh, the beautiful area of Jerusalem and the beautiful area of Judea and Samaria that he's so familiar with. Neighborhood of Beit Darot and his own home in Kochava Shachar as we focus on what's happening in the Holy Land and you know, Shlomo Zwickler, there's a pasuk, a passage that says, Netzach Yisrael lo yishaker. I think, what was the translation I saw before? It says here, the Jewish people are eternal. But I don't know, you know, I always like to loosely translate Netzach Yisrael lo yishaker, and I know that it's, you know, again, it's the, I guess the eternity of the Jewish people will not lie or is not a falsehood, that type of thing, right? Is, right. is, is, is truth and will continue. I always like to translate it. And I don't know if this is using too much poetic license as the destiny of the Jewish people. Not just the, the, the eternity, but the destiny of the Jewish people, lo yishaker. I, uh, I like that. You like I identify that? with it, but I will tell you that in order to get a, a proper understanding of, of things like that, Netzach Yisrael lo yishaker, if you have a, a, even a, 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 a simple, no relationship with the Hebrew language, then you understand that it's much more, it's, it's a much more deeper concept right. than, so, than, and therefore not really translatable. Right. Um, so, so what you said just now actually, I think has become a lot closer to anything I've heard right. till now is the, the foreverness of the everlastingness of the Jewish people does yeah. not lie. I mean, it, it misses some of the point. Right, because it's not just eternity. There is a destiny. There's, I right. mean, look, you're living it. Uh, and, you, and you've indicated to me, certainly off the air, but I think somewhat in this conversation as well, that as, as difficult as things are, and as and you've seen a lot of challenges. Yeah. You've been there 20 years. There's been a lot of challenges as a resident of Israel. Mm-hmm. But the positive aspect of life there is something that continues to dominate you and your family. 100%. And uh, I'll tell you more than that. People are scared, obviously. But at the same time, when, when this thing for I was saying before, when this thing first broke out, right. and again, we were trying to pinpoint when exactly to break out, right. Uh, initially, it felt a little bit like uh, October 2000 all over again. You know, it felt a little bit like it was 15 years ago. The first, you know, couple of days, those were times when you know you woke up in the morning and you you, you know you didn't know you know when you were gonna what 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 the house would look like when you got home. Right. Um, but it's not that like that right now. And I think one of the big differences also is because where we've come to, and where we've been, and what we've learned. And uh, in addition to something else, I'll tell you a little a funny little anecdote that happened at that time in October 2000. We were building our house in Kochava Shachar. And uh, we were having our windows installed by a fellow named Yisrael Zev from Hebron. He lives in Hebron, originally from, uh, I think, from Chicago. Um, and uh, my wife was commenting to him when he was there how it's so terrible, the matzav, so many attacks, so much this, so much that. And, and, and he said, terrible? What's so terrible? He said... He takes out his, his his big weapon, which he obviously knows how to use. He had an M16, I think. And he said, you know, if my grandparents in Europe had one of these, things would be a lot different. Oh. Like said, you know, and, and that's you know, it, it it sounds militant, but at the same time, you know, we 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 Jews, you talk about Netzach Israel. I think the way I, the way I look at it, we we, we sort of like straddle a, a, a divide. We try to find a, a harmony and or and or a, a, a synthesis um, between. On the one hand, being being rachmanim, right. being being merciful, and the other hand, being giborim, having gvura. You know, there's there's you know there's 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 heroism and there's and there's mercy, 
and and we the Jews we 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 sort of like we we meet in the middle we have we have we have both of those characteristics that we're supposed to do that was the whole concept of Yaakov that he combined Jacob our forefather Jacob combined you know both the characteristics of Abraham right. of Abraham and the characteristics of Yitzchak and to a certain degree. You know, we're, we're emerging now, or we have emerged, we're, in the, we're, the, we're, we're towards the end of our emergence from 2,000 years of wandering. I heard you play it earlier on the radio, right. the, you know, Apayim Shanani Noded, 2,000 years I'm wandering. So we've emerged from that, that, that wandering. We've emerged from the 2,000 years ago. And, and, and uh, unlike some Jews who once contended that we, we try to, like, you know, dissuade and try to, uh, d- discount things that happened to us during the Galut, during the exile. No, we, we learn from those experiences also. And we take with us all things we learn. We bring them back, and we bring them together as part of what makes us who we are. And, and that that synthesis together is what enables us to persevere. And 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 you know, there's a lot of things going on, a lot of you know world events that are happening now, which you have to really remove yourself and look at it from the macro perspective and understand what's going on. And even when we think we understand, we probably don't understand. But you know, you, you, some people would say that Israel, the Jewish people, are, are the last great stand for Western civilization. Now that sounds way out there and highfalutin, but I don't know. You know, it, it's it's you know, if you consider that that the kind of terror going on in Israel today. You know, it could happen here too, sure. very easily. Sure. You know, are you kidding? It, it should be a wake-up call. Yeah, you know? it should be. But uh, hey, I, I remember after two thousand and one. You know what it takes to make people wake up? When, but if, now I'm not talking just about Jews. I mean, yeah, I'm back, saying you know what it back, takes to make people wake back, up. Back in two thousand and one, people were sure. all concerned about you know Islamic radical Islamic yeah. t- sleeper cells. Right. And it turns out that you know it's very easy to have a sleeper cell. Right. Um, you know what you remind me of? I, I was standing fifty feet from here. You know, right there, you see it with your own eyes. Mm-hmm. Watching the World Trade Center burn. I'm literally right there. You see where, my, where the cars are parked? I was right in front of that, outside that window you're looking at right now. And I'm watching the World Trade Center burn. You could imagine how many other people here in Jersey City, because when you're in our parking lot, as you know, you are looking at now the Freedom Tower, and you're literally looking at it. And you can imagine how many other people are on the same spot as I was watching the World Trade Center burn before it fell down. And a guy looks at me, obviously I had no clue who it was, and says, tell your boys to go take care of them. And I'm saying (laughs) to myself, this is unbelievable. The average guy standing here in New Jersey, whose own country was attacked, his first reaction is make sure Israel on the front lines goes and eliminates these guys. It's unbelievable. It's 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 all too believable, actually, yeah. and, and that's and that's what's emerging now by people who who still you know see themselves in the context of. And if it does start happening here, you'll see people crying. Israel, please help us! Israel, please help us! Uh, I'm telling you, we're to, we're getting to that to, point. To, to to a certain degree, yeah. I I I definitely definitely agree with you. But you know, I I at the same time, I have to say, you know, one of the, it, it's it's interesting what's happening now in the current wave of terror, whatever they're calling this thing back. Back home. Well, that's your word in Israel, Gal HaTeror. Gal HaTeror, there you go, right. Um, the, uh, it's probably political why they don't want to call it Intifada, but oh, then again, I'm sure, yeah. then again, truthfully, it's not as quite as intense as, right. as, as it was last go around. Right. Um, Bli Ayn Hara. Right. Um, but, uh, what's very interesting is that the, the, this is uniquely Jewish 
thing, I guess you could say. Good. The, the humor coming out of this oh. is just, you know, it's just, uh, it's, it's, Jews it's, know how to laugh. It's, uh, yeah, I guess, you know, they, that's one of the things they picked up in the Catskills, right? Talking about picking things up <laughs> in the, uh, right. in the, in during the Gola. Uh, the, the, the humor coming out of this is just, uh, is just, uh, it, it's, 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 you know, it, it, it's, it'd be interesting sociological study to be done with this, you know, it's at some point into the future. But, you know, in the end of the day, uh, th- that that humor, I think, is also something which is which signifies and symbolizes what you just said before. Netzach Yisrael lo yishaker, and the and, and the way that Netzach Yisrael lo yishaker is accomplished is by us not just living our lives, but by moving forward. And I, I, um, I, I, uh, it, one of the things that always uh, strikes me is that when tragedy happens in Israel, uh, people thank God. So many Jews around the world. Feel such an affection and a connection, and they, they literally they they live and they breathe based on what happens in Israel. Right, the collective if, Jewish heart right, agonizes. Right, even if they're physically not right. there, and they feel helpless. What can I do? So the natural right. inclination is, oh, send money. Right, you know, which is a positive thing. Sure. Um, but it, you know, this time around, you know, this, a lot of a lot of talk has been has been a lot of a lot, a lot has been spoken about how there's no address. For for this terrorism, right. you know, of course, there's an well, address in this the era, right? Right, but but the old there's a, there aren't terrorist cells. These are individuals just wake up right. one morning like in a trance, and you know they just oh, Start 20, 30 people. years of their of their terrible education drives them to just you know kill people. Mm-hmm. Um, so how do you what what uh, what do you attack? What do you do? How do you, how do you defend? How do you so there, there's, there's no address. So by the same token, you say you know what's the address to go and help? Who do, who do we help? Where, where do we send money? And you know what? The answer, I think, could be, should be, uh, in my humble opinion. I know what you're going to say. Let, let us keep building. Let us keep. Not building. just keep building. Listen, this 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 battle, this attack, this wave of terror, whatever we want to call it, is is focused on lies concerning us, the Jewish people, and the city of Jerusalem, Jerusalem. Right. That's what it's about. And what better way to answer this attack? Aside from defending ourselves, obviously, since we can't go on the offensive necessarily, because there's no one to off, no one, no, one, no, no address to go on the offense against. What what better way to respond than to ensure that people keep on coming to Yerushalayim, that people learn the narrative, the Jewish narrative, the true narrative about the history and the connection of the Jewish people to Yerushalayim, how everything started. The current wave of building in Jerusalem and the historic parts of Jerusalem 47, 48 years ago from the top of the Mount of Olives Ridge. I'll say point blank. You want to do something? You want to have an impact? You want to make sure that you want to give a, a proper Zionist response to this terrible, terrible terror? Do what against the prime the minister people? hesitates to do. Build. Well, well, that, that's one. But number two, <laughs> I'm uh, saying. Po- point blank. Number point blank. We are in the midst of developing a center which will be a fo- focal point for all the educational tourism on the northern part of the Mount of Olives Ridge. Period. One of the most strategically significant areas of the city of Jerusalem that connects between Malay Adumim and, and Yerushalayim. You want to help? Go to our website. Click on the PayPal and make a contribution. Beitorot.org. That's the way to do it. I thank Shlomo Zwickler. hate ending the show with news like this, but now another report, at least two pedestrians wounded in a suspected vehicular terror attack at the Gush. 
According to initial reports from Again David Adom, both victims lightly hurt. You know what that means. It, yeah. It's never lightly. It's never light at all. And the suspected perpetrator was, quote-unquote, neutralized, another word that has started to dominate the American Jewish and Israeli Jewish media. Um want to remind everybody, well, more coming up at jmnam.org and on the NSN app, and uh, we'll wrap things up a couple of minutes from now. My thanks to Shlomo Zwickler. Uh, go to Debate the Road website for information about the incredible work that's happening in the neighborhood of Eight the Road in Northeast Jerusalem, and I thank you for sharing all this with us today. So important for us to stay connected to everybody in the Holy Land. Thank you, Nachal, for having me. Leman Tzion lo Hesher, Leman Yerushalayim lo Eshkot, v'netzach Yisrael, the destiny of the Jewish people. Lo Yishakir. Lo Yishakir, will not lie. Tadarava. It's JM in the AM with uh, Simcha Liner. My brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jmnam.org, and of course on the NSN app. Stay tuned to jmnam.org and the NSN app all day long. Coming up next, a great conversation I had with uh, a couple of representatives on the topic of health and nutrition as Team Yachad gets ready for the January 24th Miami Marathon. They are attracting hundreds of people to go down and to support a great cause. And I get to talk about fitness and nutrition with a couple of great guests. OU Jewish Reaction Program coming up next on jmnam.org. Make sure to be tuned in. ZK has the live lunch. Top 9 at 9 is tonight, starting at 9 p.m. Tomorrow morning we're back here starting... <coughs> Starting at 6 a.m., make sure to join us. Have a fabulous Tuesday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.